bitch. Is that better? Is bitch better? Is bitch better? Is bitch better? Hey, bitches. Welcome back to another episode of Bitches Better. I'm Raven, your newly engaged host. And today <laughs> I am joined by my friend and absolutely incredible podcast host, Ryan Bailey. Welcome back. I, am I allowed to be like, what's up, bitches? Like, is that yes, offensive? Of well, no, I think that's like, coming from a better. guy. That's like, offen- okay. I mean, I nope. don't know if it's like, wow, that's weird when you say it. Also, nope. you're part Raven, of the bitches better hive. So I feel like I'm a week late. Like literally last week, I was going to come on here and ask you to marry me. And then, <laughs> oh, then I fought, then I wake up and then it's like, you're engaged. And I'm like, this is <laughs> the worst week ever. And that's, it just it goes to show you folks do something when you, when you meet, do something if your gut tells you to do it do it right then don't wait yes you gotta go with your gut because you see what happened ryan missed out and And you guys she she was trying to make me jealous already she kept (laughs) she was like kind of lightly coughing but she was using the ring finger to cough you're blinding me this is crazy I thought I really did not do that on purpose, but I definitely am going to be moving forward. I will be doing a lot of that. So everyone just buckle the fuck up. I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) Um, Okay. Did you, did you ever do a lot of my girlfriends? Wait, a lot of my girlfriends would do this thing where they would have a fake ring when they would go out. So guys wouldn't bother them. Mm -hmm. Did, did, Did you used to do that when you would go out in the normal world? I did that in my early 20s at some point. I don't know what was going on. I just like did not want men to speak to me at all. Um, It didn't work though. Like they don't fucking care. <laughs> they don't care. <laughs> I think it almost makes them want to even more. They're like, oh, you want a friend? Like, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't want to be friends with you, strange man. Fuck off. Thank you. <laughs> they don't give a shit. <laughs> So, um, that's, okay. I mean, that's typical men. That's the beauty of men. Exactly. See, you know, um, <laughs> now have you, did you see that Kelly, uh, Ben Simone, her scary Island closure video? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, 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 I love when there's a closure video and then it leaves you with way more questions than you even had to begin with. And my main question is how is she still alive? Like, this is so bizarre. Her whole, her whole being, it's like an episode of lost where I'm like, I, I don't even know what's happening now. You know, literally no idea what's going on. I don't know what she's talking about. What closure. It was a bunch of nonsense. Like, why are we still talking? Like, can you just let us have our fun with scary Island? Like what we're doing with it. We don't need for you to, what what closure and who is the the uh, the sick lady ill kept, one yeah the yeah. ill lady like, it was an ill la- it was an illness <laughs> it was a serious illness like what are you who are you talking about Bethany well, she's like, like, pregnant you, are like, you saying this is where COVID started like what do you what? do I don't know what illness and who you know but then I was like did she mean like mentally ill like d- is that what she's referring to as um uh what's her name um uh, leather pants. Alex, uh, Alex, yeah, is yeah. That, <laughs> leather pants. Yeah, I was like thinking of Simon's leather, uh, uh, red leather pants. Yeah, yes. I don't know what the fuck she's talking about, but I wish she would just not do that because it's it's just not a good look. It's like very on brand for her, but it's like just don't you know, just chill. Do you ever? <sighs> I mean, I really do think there is some kind of value in like attaching a GoPro to former housewives because oh I just God. I don't know how they go about their day to day. Like it's so. 
it's like they think they're still on the show, but then they realize they're not on the show. Like, I feel like, and I like Jill Zarin for the most part, but I feel like 40% of her existence is still trying to be attached to the housewives brand. Absolutely. Her, um, also the lady from Beverly Hills, who she wasn't even really like a cast member, the 25,000 lady, oh, Dana. Uh, Dana, Dana Wilkie. Like, yes. Girl, what are well, you doing? I, I was on Dana Wilkie's podcast and she, and <laughs> she got to a point where she was just talking about Brandy and I was just listening and <laughs> it was just about, it was just about her stories of like Brandy being crazy and all of this stuff. And, and I do think Brandy is crazy, but it was fascinating because I was like, hey, 25 grand sunglass lady. I was like, yeah. this is fun. and I was like, wow, you're really invested in this for somebody that's been in it. You know, it's so odd. I don't <laughs> I don't know. But you know what? More power to him. Oh, Kelly- hell yeah. I mean, I would I. Do you ever wonder how you would be as a housewife? I'm like, would you be like, do you ever wonder (laughs) about what aspect of your personality would come out on that show that they would highlight? Yeah, it wouldn't be good. It wouldn't be good. (laughs) It would like my moodiness and everything. Like it would not, I would not be well received by the audience. I already know it. They'd be like, she's a bitch. And like, wait, wait, this is too early for this question, but would you be, like, say you were Candace or Monique in that winery. Oh, God. <laughs> Would you have, I mean, could you put yourself in the position of either of those ladies? Like, would you, could you ever possibly get pushed to the point where you lay hands on somebody? Yeah, because I do have, like, a short temper. But, I mean, I've had this temper my whole life. I've never been in a fight, and no one has ever tried to fight me. Like, <laughs> I'm just going to leave because I know that, like, you know how Monique said that, like, she blacked out. Like, that that has happened to me before. I just haven't gotten physical with it. I just say some things. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> I would have, no, I would, no, no way. No, I don't know what would have to happen for me to do that. They would have had to, like, punch my mom in the face or something. Whoa. <laughs> for me to, like, but I you guess- know? <laughs> the most important thing is we're hearing that she was team Monique folks. Team Monique. <laughs> and they I know. think that's really they what know. we need to take away from it. <laughs> well, what about you? Oh, I, I, well, I hate to say, I mean, I don't want to start there, but I was, I was team Monique and then we'll see, yeah. but then it got me throughout the season. Then I was like, what's wrong with me that I'm siding with this person that laid hands on somebody. And then it happened again the other week with summer house when like Luke exploded, it was like, oh, yeah. oh, I'm going to tell him my truth. And yeah. I was like, and they were like, oh my God, it was so scary. He got so uh, angry. And I was like, he got kind of angry. Like I didn't, didn't I wasn't, anything. I wasn't personally scared. I mean, but I wasn't there, but also everybody was like, Kyle was screaming, like you love to control women. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't know how that got all of a sudden on Luke of like Luke just scarily broke out at everybody. And I once again, didn't understand. I don't know if that just makes me like a sociopath or something. You know, I said the same thing about that because listen, I certainly wasn't on team Luke or anything. Like everyone knows that, but when he was like so apologetic and like, I'm sorry that I did this and that. And I was like, you didn't really do much, they, honey. Like you just were yelling. It. Everyone was accepting. yelling. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, this is a little weird. Cause he didn't even like, come on. <laughs> it wasn't that. It was deep. Totally, yeah. Like he's like, y'all do this shit. Share- y'all do this. He's sharing his personal like family experiences about the abuse of his parents. And I'm like, wait, where's Hannah's stories? Where's like, wh- I mean, like honestly taking the blame for everything right now. That's and what... by the way, I, I do want to point out Luke is not 
uh, blameless. He is definitely like a fuck boy and he is definitely all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. I just didn't understand the extreme of the Hannah situation. And I'm still very frustrated because I don't like when it, it, it's, it's, I, we keep talking, I keep talking about this is that, you know, Hannah won the room for a while, won the yeah. room in that location, mm-hmm. but she lost the general audience. So I feel like that's, yeah, a real, she fucked it up. <laughs> it's a housewives concept though. If you can win the immediate situation, but you could possibly lose the overall fan base. So I see that with Dallas, with Deandra right now too. Mm-hmm. And Carrie, like Carrie thinks she's winning, but in reality, Deandra and Tiffany are winning the overall audience. So it's painful for Deandra to be in those scenes, but overall we're yeah. relating to Deandra more than Carrie. Way more. And it's actually insane. Cause I've never really particularly liked Deandra. Um, and I'm just like, wow, Carrie, you were like so horrible. I never liked her either, but like, she's making me she's like Deandra somehow. I can't even believe it. She <laughs> is the worst. I am so sick of that bitch. It's not even, she's not even like, in a good like housewives way either to where it's like, okay, you know, like you're obnoxious and like rude, but like we can deal with that. Like hers, she is insufferable to me. That, that goes into like that thing of like, sometimes these shows make you like, I feel like the, one of the ultimate goals is that you want to then sit people like Carrie down and go, we're not leaving this room until you understand how annoying you are. Yes. And then once you get that, we can get out of this room, but you've got to understand <laughs> your behavior is unacceptable. It's not even entertaining. Like she was throwing no. hot sauce, you guys, like a bucket of hot sauce and salsa on a bed that she didn't even own that can go into, like, I don't know a lot about beds. To get a new mattress. mattress. Yeah. And she was just like giggling, thinking it was funny. And the biggest clue into Carrie's persona is that she told us a couple episodes ago that she got sent to Outward Bound as a teenager because her dad thought she was too bratty. And -hmm. I was like, well, she needs to go back to Outward Bound because it did not do (laughs) shit for her, you know? Literally, like she was not there for long enough. I don't know what's wrong with that lady, but I don't like her. Yeah, you're on notice. I don't like you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like you. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So we all saw something disturbing on Instagram the other day. I think I saw it from you first. Sure. That's well, most likely. (laughs) Yes, you were so (laughs) on it. You were so on it. Um, Apparently, Teddy is trying to have a reality show all in by Teddy about like her insane company where she tells people, you know, not to eat and just like work out a bunch. And I (sighs) said, no, (laughs) thank you. Whose fucking idea was this? Uh, Teddy's obviously Teddy and who was like oh yeah yeah you should absolutely do that Teddy like who who are these people well okay the thing about I was trying to really think about this from all angles because I'm insane but I was like first off it's horrible horrible idea I'm all out on that if Teddy's behind it but then I was like what if what if it's like the the vow on HBO with Nexium mm-hmm. with Keith Raniere and those cults? Like, yeah. what if Teddy has no involvement and it's just like a six part docu series on this cult called Teddy's All In, and they do like a really hardcore journalism and take her down? That show I would actually be interested in. Okay, uh, yes, that know? I would be all in for. Yeah, but- I mean, but this this thing of her like in her crazy life about telling people not to eat, you know, you you'd probably. You know, I mean, this is the one point where I was like, Demi Lovato, why don't you cop on this bandwagon instead of the yogurt? Like, Jesus. go after Teddy. Go after Teddy with your 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 culture diet vultures mm-hmm. and leave yogurt shops alone. Because Teddy, 
I think that's truly dangerous, that kind of behavior of having it, people ask you for permission to eat an apple, you know? It's extremely dangerous. I still don't even understand how this is a thing. But whatever, girl. Um, okay, so another show I need to ask you about that's actually happening, and we know this. Um, Bethany's new show, The yeah. Big Shot. Um, the trailer came out, and it's going to be on HBO Max uh, starting like the end of next week or something. I think like the 29th. Um, <laughs> what are your thoughts? Are you into that? How do you do you like Bethany? I I go back and forth on Bethany. Like I Same. I loved her at the <laughs> beginning. I hated her for a while. Then I loved her when she was doing all the charity work. And I was like, damn, she's really putting her money where her mouth is and all her yeah. time. And I was like, you know, it's like when Kim Kardashian decided to be a lawyer and like started <sighs> yes. working with prison reform. And I was like, holy shit, I can't make fun of this at all. This is just wall to wall amazing. You don't have to do this with your time. Right. Bethany's like the same. But then it's like Bethany cannot get out of her own damn way to save her life. It's it's people want it's entrepreneurs finally getting their shot. You know, they weren't born into like ex- insane wealth. And so they think they want to do everything. And Bethany having to comment on Meghan Markle or whatever, it's like Ugh. sit all the fucks down and be quiet because you actually do do a lot of good in this world and trust that. We don't need your opinion. You, you know, you're not an Entertainment Tonight reporter. We don't need no. to know your opinion. We're not, I'm not waiting for Bethany's opinion on anything. Like, zero. no one is. <laughs> yeah. But, I do. I watched the preview and and I said this on my podcast either. I said, I will watch this, mm-hmm. but guys, I watch anything. Like there's not, you know, I'll, I'll watch, like there's, I'll watch bad shows all day long. So it doesn't mean anything that I'm going to watch. Cause I just will do that. Cause I'm insane. But I also thought it looked all right. Like I like competition reality shows. Me but too. Also, it but also she already annoyed, she already annoyed me in the trailer. And I was like, but that's, kind of what I think of as entertainment these days is people annoying me. So I was like, yes, yes. Like if we can make, if she can make the world believe that skinny, skinny girl is like a cutthroat operation, (laughs) the right person to, you know, to hawk these skinny margaritas. It's very, and I hate to bring this up, but like Donald Trump should sue the pants off her because this cheater brand. Yeah. This reads like the apprentice. (laughs) backwards and forwards, which she was on. So I, I, but I hate to bring this up too, is that I, I watched every season of the apprentice. Yeah. I loved the apprentice. I, but also I watched the apprentice as a dark comedy. And I always thought it was funny when Donald <laughs> Trump would say his stupid shit. I would be like, ha that's so crazy. You know, right. simpler that's, times, <laughs> but that's where reality is like, he's like, Oh, you know, is Brett Michaels going to get fired this week? Like, and I am excited to see Bethany's show. I just get scared giving Bethany another platform, which to speak her other ideas about everything else that she's not involved in. I know. And I just, I hope that we don't really get much of that. And she's like too focused on this and she can be like the Bethany that we, for the most part, enjoyed on Real Housewives of New York, because this post Roni Bethany is like, <laughs> bitch, please be quiet. Did <laughs> like, you see? You have to stop talking. I did. Did you see that page six article about her doing stand up? Oh my God. Yeah. Like, first and off, that means her team planted that somewhere, which is hysterical. And then what is she up there? She's like, you know, I, I was like, what's the deal with Meghan Markle, huh, folks? Hey. Oh my God. She better fucking not. And it you said it was like a did. surprise, but like oh. there was a. So this is going to be on her show. Because has to be. Has they said to be. that 
there was a camera crew present, but like everyone had to turn in their phones. That's why we haven't seen. What is she fucking Dave? She is she Dave Chappelle all of a sudden? Like that's what she thinks. I bet you if you asked her, she would say yes. What what if she what if she gets up there and like Dave does and like pulls a pulls a chair up and gets out a pack of smokes and oh my god. What or what if she like steals like one of his routines and you're like what that's Dave Chappelle's you know cheater brand situation <laughs> going on okay <laughs> but it, I think we need to normalize I mean first off we need to normalize not saying the word normalize as much but we need to normalize <laughs> we need to normalize Bethany or people like that you know like don't do too much like do you know you're already doing twenty things probably pretty well mm-hmm. you don't need to do twenty two. No, she has to. She wants to do 25. And that's why she has to get some people to help her. I don't know what the fucking job is that they're going after senior advice, whatever market, something. Um, Who the fuck are these people who want to work for her? Do they actually want to work for her? Or do they want to be on TV? I I mean, I suppose people do have to work for her, but you know. Well, I mean, do you ever think that, you know, as time passes on, eventually we will all have to be on a reality show of some sort? Like, I feel like it's <laughs> that's now, I'll be terrifying. One. Well, think about it, like any office place. Like I remember working at my office before COVID and, and I used to work, teach at an acting studio. And I remember a couple of times shows being pitched to us about the studio that I worked at of like, yeah, it'll be about the teachers and then the actors lives and you'll find that. And, and I, you know, you, and I, as a reality person, I was like, oh yeah, I could see where that actually probably would be interesting, but mm-hmm. you could do that with any job. I mean, you could do that with any job and be like, yeah. you know, Phyllis and accountant accounting's wild, you know? <laughs> well, yeah, you're right, but that's terrifying. And I just don't want that to be a thing, but it probably will. It probably will, <laughs> honestly. Now, uh, we got another trailer this week. This one was Shaws of Sunset. Um, they're coming back in May, May 16th. May is going to be a really busy month for all of us. Uh, <laughs> Why do you think you're making it on. so busy? I mean, like, I, I, don't I love know. it, but it's like, wow, you guys put all of your, you're, you're putting everything on in May and it's like really exciting. But then I'm like, what happens in June and July, you know? Yeah, they could have spread it out a little bit more for me, but like I'm happy <laughs> that they're coming back. For me back. personally, yeah. Yes, okay. because it's all about me. Hey, Raven, are you going to be able to handle this in May? Uh, it's Bravo calling. <laughs> you know. I just want to make sure. They didn't call me this time, and that's why this is happening. It's a fucking mess. Don't worry, y'all. It won't happen again. Um, well, yeah, by the way, and I said this every time on our Raven's podcast, is that also, if anybody from Bravo is listening, once again, uh, once again, I am kindly asking, uh, give us the screeners to these shows. I see everybody else bragging about these damn screeners. And I feel like we I feel like we get enough listenership uh, mm-hmm. and have enough social media pull that it is it is abhorrent for Bravo to hold these shows from us because then I just have to be on social media seeing people brag about seeing the premieres of Real Housewives of New York and Beverly Hills. Sure, and it's like they insane. do it. They do it under the guise of you guys, it's going to be so good this season. I saw it and it's not helping us. It's just, it's just them showing us that they it's saw it bragging. already. Literally, I want to brag. If I get a screen. No, I won't even say anything about it. I'm just going to be so happy. Like, please just fucking send them. This Whoever's reminds me of elementary of- school. Ugh. Like I didn't get included on the, 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 the tetherball games. And now this is, I, <laughs> I'm right back there in Olathe, Kansas, not being able to pick for a team, you know? Oh my goodness. Do you see what you're doing to Ryan Bravo? I'm he is, this man is triggered. 
It's not cool. (laughs) (laughs) But I agree with you. I mean, I don't know. I don't understand that at all, but I am salty about it in case anyone was wondering. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I figure, I I figure Andy's got to be listening to your show or something. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. He does. (laughs) Um, Okay. (laughs) Could you imagine? I have not said nice things about him. That's probably why. Wait, I, I, I like Andy Cohen. I don't, you know, I don't have, I don't, he just does a lot of like questionable things for me lately. That's like, it doesn't add up, you know? Yeah. And like the way he's like low key, like defending Kelly Dodd. Did you see that? in like one of his interviews yeah, and then that I did like, see, but like, that's, but do you think that's like, well, he's almost, I, I was like, God, that feels almost like an order down on high of like, we're, we're keeping Kelly Dodd. So you better make peace with it. So I feel like when he, we hear comments like that, is he like trying to uh, be able to play in both sandboxes of like, okay, I'll give Kelly a little prop. So, cause I know we're going to keep her next season. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's, it's, I mean, she's definitely coming back, you know? Yeah, it's just, it's annoying. And he, like, did the same thing with Southern Charm. And it's like, you can't be like, oh, you know, um, what is it? It's a movement, not a moment, like race in America. And then, like, on the other hand, like, you, it's one or the other. And it's weird. It's a weird, doing, like, I mean, these people are, we. I mean, it's it's a it's a wild thing to navigate i'm sure but i mean it, it uh it is weird bravo does seem to have those two extremes now you know yeah and it it's one of the it can't be both with this <laughs> you know there's lots of things where you can be like oh well i'm on both like no i'm so scared <laughs> no. to see roni with this oh my like, god I, I know. I, well i mean scared excited like because i feel like ramona's due for a takedown and i i was Fully. like but do you like, what is your thought on like, do we always like Ramona gets the biggest pass out of anybody? And it's just because she's been on every season and we kind of like, well, she's kind of kooky and we That's keep her around Ramona. for the laughs, you know, mm-hmm. but like the things that she's done on another franchise with somebody at two seasons in, they would be off the show, you know? Yep. It's I wild. just find it interesting. Yeah. This Bravo shit is crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. We're in too deep. Oh, We're in too deep. We really are. And like, what are we going to, what are we supposed to do now? <laughs> well, I was like, do, that, I mean, at this like, point, do you, do you ever wonder if you ever pass away? And I know you won't cause you'll live forever. Like, will <laughs> they put your like Instagram handle and Twitter handle on your tombstone? You know, like, like at mainly Bravo. Like I will only allow that if I, at some point get screeners. Okay. Yes. That's going to be it. <laughs> I don't sell. want Bravo on my tombstone unless I'll sell I get tombstone space. I will sell yes. tombstone space that, you know, you, you're gonna get tens of people there a year to see that. So good, you know? <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, but yeah. Okay. So Shaws of Sunset is coming back. The trailer was fine. Um, I'm excited to see them. It didn't do a whole lot for me, but it doesn't matter. I'll just be excited when they come back on. I don't know why Destiny is back, um, but fine. I guess we'll do that again with her. She irritates me. There's a lot of love out there for Shots of Sunset, which, mm-hmm. you know, it's always nice to see because I feel like they're a little bit of the redheaded stepchild of Bravo in some ways. Or there's yeah. those shows back that you know that are like kind of not really talked about a lot including married to medicine but yeah. Shaw's is mm-hmm. interesting. and when it does come back you do see like wow there's a lot of excitement for this show yeah and the thing that i always <clears throat> wonder about bravo is that why 
you know, they have this rich history. It's like MTV just playing ridiculousness all the time. Mm. Why aren't they training a new audience of like, these are the Shaws of Sunset. We're going to start repeating these on Tuesdays and Wednesdays during the day. Catch up. Get ready. We have an exciting season. They need to start training new viewers to come in because my my scary theory is that it's just us out there watching. Like we're we've been watching right. from the beginning and nobody knew it's coming in, you know, mm-hmm. because we're such I, an intense fan base. We are. And I think that about a lot of the shows and I don't understand because they just listen. I love Below Deck, but they play it all day long and I well, don't really <laughs> like can we switch it up a little bit? Why the fuck or, are they playing Chris Lee Knows Best? Like, why do I... Also I mean, that, even, like, stop. He's not even on Bravo. He's not even on Bravo. Like, I, it, it infuriates me to be a little buzzed, and then you turn on old Bravo, <laughs> and then it's all, Chris Lee Knows Best or, like, Jurassic Park. And I'm like, Jurassic they Park? They do like what to play the, Jurassic Park. But like, how does that hit Bravo at all? Like, what? I don't know who's calling the shots. I don't... It confuses me every time, but... You know, I, I mean, I'm, it would be cool if they had a disclaimer before shows where, like, we chose to show this because we think it fits in in this way. You know, I just want to know what the <laughs> thought process is. Me too. Me too. I would also like to know <laughs> the thought process behind bringing Vanderpump Rules back. Apparently, they are starting filming next month, and yeah, you just they, got a I, smile on your face. I, I do wanna know. know for a fact that is happening. Yes. Okay. So how are you feeling about this? Because I know you are, I mean, you've been on the show. You've appeared on the you show know, as a cast member. As yeah. a cast member, it's very no. So you will be building season. We're in a <laughs> yeah. rebuilding season, Raven. And I think that's what you gotta no. I I like it in the sense that like um I love Ariana and Tom and yes. I want them to be gainfully employed. And I will tell you, like, I mean. I am friendly with, uh, you know, Ariana and Tom, but not in like a braggy, like, Hey, I know, I, I just know them and I know them to be good people. Yeah. And I know them to be exactly who they like. Tom's the exact same of excitement level as he is on the show, as he is off the show. Ariana kind of makes fun of that. Like it's, it, they, they're really a good couple. And I got personally lit. Like when you start to know, and this is why you shouldn't really know Bravo labs is because you do get personally invested. And if somebody, did say something bad about Ariana and Tom. Now I would fight them. And that's mm-hmm. why I got doubly pissed off at Jax when Jax was making fun of Ariana's sexuality last oh, year, dude. mental oh. stability. Yes. And that made me then, then I was like, well, I'm going to hit you 10 times as hard online. And I continue to do that because I know that and I fully mother, support it. <laughs> well, the so MF is a fake MF and like, well, I don't buy into like, this is what the deal with guys, sociopathic guys are is that they, they get you to a point where you're like, maybe I can believe him this time. And Jax mm-hmm. has wasted all of those opportunities. And you would yell, Ryan, don't we need uh, villains? Yeah, we do. But after seeing eight years of the same villain, it's time to move on. We know yes. his tricks. We do not need to do that anymore. We There are other bad people out there, I'm sure. You Tons know? of them. <laughs> I know a lot. But I was like, well, you know, but I, so in that sense, I'm like, I, if they really thought this out, I hope production really talk this out of like, why, what is the, besides money, what, what makes us want to come out? What could we show um, that, that makes us worthy of continuing this show? Because I feel like it's a fool's errand to like, make it like, how do you come back and go, Hey, what happened this summer? Where did everybody go? Like, where's Stassi? Where's Jax? How will they explain all of that and then get the show on the road? But I did get excited about one thing. We know Lala and Sheena's coming back. Okay. Can you imagine them out momming each other? 
I can already see that montage of Sheena trying to be a better mom than Lala and them having a mm. fight as new mothers. There's something entertaining there. I'm telling you. Yeah. I'm just, I don't know. I feel like they've lost. So are Tom and Ariana going to be back on there? Do you know that at yes. all? Okay. Well, and obviously they, Katie they, and Schwartz. They, Ariana was on the podcast uh, in January and said they were, what happens is that they, they were told who would come back or who 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 they were interested in and they paid a holding fee. So okay. they paid a holding fee so they wouldn't get other work. So this whole, like, you know, they, they weren't definite on coming back, but if they were, they were already being paid to not do other things. So kind During of sit and wait. Yeah, Which yeah. I think is really dumb though that they didn't put them on Winter House just to keep the brand going before Vanderpump Rules came Honestly, back if we're doing crossovers, like I... <laughs> Would have much preferred that than fucking Austin and Craig from Southern Charm. Just like, dude, oh, seeing but seeing I, Austin like, in that trailer last night when he's like, he looks, he what did he, he looked like uh, Hedwig in the Angry Inch or something, or he looked like David Bowie. He was just like, ah, he looked like was, a disgusting monster, and I hated it. I don't get why. I don't get like, I I, I want to pray to be taller. I'm six foot, but he's like six four, and people will always like go. He's so good looking. He's so tall. And I'm like, you're just saying he's so if you're tall, like that's that does it nowadays. Yeah, mm -hmm. it does. Like in most cases, it helps a lot. But I mean, I guess people I'm just like also personality is a lot. (laughs) It's just like at at a certain point, your height doesn't help. And like, that's where I'm at with him because he's not cute. Not to me. His face is like, whatever. You know, you're like trop op tastes like piss, you know? I won't Sorry. try it. <laughs> I will not. Maybe if someone bought, like, I'm not giving him any of my money at any point ever. You but... know they're going to do Trop Hop versus Loverboy in the winter house. Like, because, like, Loverboy's always, Loverboy's always in summer house. So now I'm like, is Trop Hop going to be next to Loverboy? And is Kyle going to be, like, is there going to be inner house competitions on which drink does better? It's probably. Be and it's like, of course it's Loverboy. Like, yeah. Austin don't know what the fuck he's doing. <laughs> he doesn't. I mean, we saw that. I don't know if he, did he talk about it on this last season at all or? Trop up? Like his, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he did, did tastings he at the Charleston food and wine thing before mm-hmm. COVID hit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the tastings went really well, I guess. And he was kind of bright, but like, I'm like. Everyone's drunk at Charleston food is- and wine. You just drink everything. Oh yeah, I forget you're there. Like, uh, wait, have you seen. Have you seen, have you gotten run over and called Conover? (laughs) Wait, do you get to see that? that, Do you see that commercial on local TV? I haven't seen it yet, but I also don't watch commercials. I do, you know, whenever I'm watching my TV, I do it so I can fast forward. And then I just like fully like black out when a commercial comes on and I am watching something live. But I mean, my aunt sent it to me last night. She was like, Oh, look at your boy. And I was like, no, (laughs) I will not be calling. No. And I'm just like, I said to her, I would be calling Akeem before I called Craig if I were to get run over. And you know, Akeem Anastapulo was his boss. And he fired Craig because yeah. he was lazy, but his is like, don't scream, call Akeem. And I just like that better. And also Craig is horrible. So <laughs> wait, but I love the, well, I mean, and he's putting the brick and mortar right next to Republic, I guess, or Republic or whatever it's called. Leva's place on that his, uh, his office or the pillow, he, no, place. the pillow store, the, the pillow store. He's doing a brick and mortar supposedly right next to Leva's 
uh, restaurant. And did you see Leva post that pictures of all the waitresses they're trying to do that sir spinoff at Republic? No, I don't follow her. I but I did hear about that though, and that apparently the people. You should be a plant with inside, you know? Could you imagine? I can't <laughs> Just imagine. Go and yes. try and like fuck yes. everything up. You better lose that wedding ring and get over there. <laughs> I can't be on TV. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, but like they said that apparently the she didn't want her actual staff to be yeah. on the show and that they yeah. were bringing in people from other like restaurants and bars and her staff was like, excuse me. Like <laughs> that's what? the first mistake any of these people make. Like at least with Sir, that's what made it good is that those yeah. people actually work there. And even so, where they had Tom Schwartz, where Tom Schwartz never ended up working there because he couldn't handle it, but they still found a way to make him work because he was naturally part of that group. Right. But like that was the correct way to do a reality show is that don't don't second guess what you think we want to see. I mean, like we want to see real. And if that means maybe right. the less attractive person or they, <laughs> it does, that part does not matter to me as much. The part that matters is that when we watch these shows, we immediately sense what's real and what's not real. It's like, you know, our, our goose pimples will like, you know, the hair on your, your arms will stand up when you see something real. And we see it so few and far between now with these shows that right. there's a huge market out there of like, just show what the real situation is. And mm-hmm. there's going to be something, I mean, 90 day fiance uh, knows how to do this. They'll just put a camera on one of these wackos and let it go. And we, we eat it up, you know? Yes. That's why, that's why I'm just like concerned about this new season, because to me, like the last season of Vanderpump rules was not good. It was weird. It was like two different shows with the old people and the new people. Yeah. So I'm like, what? who else is going to be on the show and like, what is it going to be about? Like, well, Dana and Danica are out. So they obviously, they're obviously, they obviously have something in mind of what they're doing. We see Raquel, uh, Charlie did her first shift at Sir last week. So she's obviously in the bullpen, uh, DJ James Kennedy, uh, in Raquel. Yes. Uh, Katie, Tom, Ariana, um, uh, Sandoval. And I think it's going to revolve a little bit around Tom, Tom. And I, and I, what I said on the show and what I think is going to be true is that the first episode is going to revolve about the grand reopening of Tom, Tom. And everybody asks why they've kept Tom, Tom closed when, uh, you know, legally they're allowed to be open right now. And I believe there was because they were waiting to get all their ducks in the, in a row mm-hmm. to be able to film. So my, the first episode will coincide with Sheena having her baby and the grand reopening of Tom, Tom. So okay. I believe that will be the last shot of the first episode is we're open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, listen, I'm going to watch it because simply because, okay, so they've taken the trash out and <laughs> they enough time has passed that I'm like, okay, I'll see what y'all got going on there, but like make it good. <laughs> you know? Wait, wait. I love that. You're like, you've got me for one episode. Yeah. One episode. If you don't prove yourself, I'm out. One, I'll give them two. Cause you know, you do make a good point though, about whether they're going to address the whole, where did half of the cast go <laughs> situation? <laughs> are they going to say something or are they just going to be like, Nope, <laughs> this is life now. Did We're you moving see, on. Did you see Kristen Doty uh, at Sir yesterday? And she, they were posting pictures of Doty, and like she was hanging out with Steven from the first couple seasons of Summer House. Random. And, yeah, it was really, <laughs> no. 
but that's what I'm saying is that it's like that that almost falls into those housewives after their housewives. Mm-hmm. They keep trying to be a part of it. Like they they complain about it, then they want to be a part of it still. So then uh-huh. they end up just popping. And that kind of thing is like there's an innate sadness that goes along with that for me because you're just like, oh, this is you're hanging on to this in a way. And I imagine it's got to be a scary time for anybody that thinks they're going to be gainful. Like, but also, also shame on you for thinking that Vanderpump Rules was going to last forever and you'd be a part of it forever, you know? I know. When they started, I'd hope that they were like smart about their money. Obviously, Jax was not, but that's like not surprising at all. Um, when they started buying all those houses and doing all these things, I was just like, I really hope that y'all have got like a solid plan and some savings and things. And it, cause it's like, look what happened. Well, we'll never know. know because Jax will just continually lie about his financial situation, but also yeah. who, you know, but also F him, like buying your baby that many designer sneakers when your baby shouldn't even be wearing sneakers is, is he like, buying, Oh, Jesus. oh his, I can't uh, even. He, he showed off the custom shoe closet of the baby of all these Nikes and stuff. I'm and sorry. Like, that's stupid. I mean, like I buy old Navy shoes. Like that's crazy that this, and then he's begging people for like, Hey guys, I'm doing $50 cameos. Um, he, well, which I'm kind of thinking, I'm like, I kind of think I might buy my mom, uh, a cameo from Jax. What would you have she, him say? Um, I would, I would try to find, I would so, try to get him to hit on her a little bit of like, you know, I, I would, I don't know. I would try to, because she knows I don't like Jax. So yeah. I think it would be. Uh, and my mom will go along with anything. So she, uh, it's very cute since, cause she'll be on the podcast sometimes. So now she studies up and she'll be like, I is Vander Tom open yet? I, uh, is it, is it, <laughs> I, and she'll try to, and my dad, my dad will send me articles that like, like that, that have happened like a month ago. She's like, uh, son, do you see that Lisa Vanderbump has an e-show on right now? And I'm like, oh yeah, that's, thank you. So it's like really that's cute. So that sweet. They, try, they try to be a part of it yeah yeah oh we'll definitely go for it (laughs) and i want to see it you have to share it obviously um okay so since we're talking about these vanderpump people i want to go into a bad bitch horrible bitch do you have anyone today that you would like to share a bitch that you just love right now leah or a horrible one Jax, uh, or uh, well okay i i gotta tell you my, my bad bitch of this week is uh well the the one i love that i mean i gotta say Lindsay hubbard uh, after talking yes. to Lindsay, i was so you know she was so nice to come on my podcast but then it, what was overwhelmingly apparent was that like, holy shit, she's exactly who she is on the show. Mm -hmm. You know, like she was getting worked up about things and I was like, Oh my God, I'm watching an episode of summer house. Like this is like, I was like, this is amazing. Like I'm, I'm in a, in a summer house scene and she was so cool and so genuine and kind of got the joke. Um, She played along with like any of my stupid questions and got a kick out of it. And I was just like, this is, I, I thought she was so cool. And I love I thought she just had a really good season in the sense that she wasn't ashamed to be uh, herself. She wasn't ashamed to be wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, even last night, you know, when Danielle, you know, like, am I, am I the problem in this relationship? And Danielle's like, yes, yes, you are. You know, yes, so I good. love that kind of, and I love their friendship right mm-hmm. now. I, I really am on the Lindsay high because she didn't, 
Like she had a lot of issues this season, but I didn't feel she was tainted like uh, Hannah was to me, you know, or even no. Paige and Sierra to a degree where I, I just disagreed with how they were handling parts of the, the summer house. And uh, I don't know. So Lindsay, I got to say, I was, I keep being impressed with Lindsay and it's just really refreshing when you're like, Oh, this is a living, breathing person. And uh I did. I don't know. Yeah. It reminded me of somebody I would have hung out uh, in college or. or yeah, school, she Lindsay know? is cool as hell. I've always liked her, but this season, it's just, just like grows with every season. And your interview with her was so good, y'all. Um, you need to make sure that you obviously subscribe to Ryan's podcast. So bad, it's good with Ryan Bailey. He interviewed Lindsay. It was so good. She was totally flirting with you. See, people you, keep saying that. And well, at one point, was. I got so. You so lost your spot. I lost my spot exactly where I was. And I was like <laughs> looking at my notes and I, all of a sudden I couldn't re- read English. I was like, uh, and then, uh, and we have DM'd a little bit oh. after. And she said, uh, she's like, I guess we're married now. And I was she wears like, a size five ring. Yeah. <laughs> well, I so said, I go, she goes, I guess we're married now. And I go, it feels right. And I go, um, I'm, I go presently I'm working on, um, I said, I'm working on our list for life, Lindsay. And she loved oh. that. And, um, no, I mean, she showed you, you the list too. Oh my God. It was so good. Y'all have to listen to the end. Could you imagine so though, if I was talking about this on my pod of like, just take that down the rabbit hole. Say, okay. Say, cause people are like this with Leah and me. Cause I liked Leah, mm-hmm. which I'm scared liked. to see her in the second season. I loved Five Leah. Tenths? Okay. Well, because just I'm checking the second season, I, we blow these people up and I'm, I, I love Heather Gay. I love Tiffany Moon. Yes. There are these people that I really do where I'm like, you know, where I, I feel like I'm just like a, sometimes a little girl where I'm dreaming about my princess, you know, where I'm like, I wonder <laughs> if I married Leah. Like you, you take it down the rabbit hole and then mm-hmm. you realize this is why I'm, I'm insane. And I have a podcast. Cause then I was like, okay, so say, say I'm with Lindsay and then I show up on summer house and all of a sudden you're like, holy shit, it's that weird Bravo dude. He made it on summer house. And then all of a sudden <laughs> I'm having to like finger bang Lindsay on camera and mm-hmm. I'm like looking at the camera like fuck I know the you know because I know the angles and I'm like please can we just take our audio packs off yeah and they're then, like let's go in the bathroom no cameras in there imagine, imagine Lindsay yelling at me and you would have to like rave and you'd be like oh my god that poor dude like he's really in there huh he's trapped like imagine Ooh. Lindsay yelling at me and then having to see me cry on an episode of summer house that would be tough Ryan because you know I don't feel bad for men but you That's are my I'm friend saying. so I don't know how I would feel about that. I don't know what I would say. Or if I made Lindsay, a bu- <laughs> or my made Lindsay like a bunch of sandwiches, and you'd be like, uh, "Dude, you're make you're you're kissing her ass too much. You don't have you're, to do this much." You yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> but see, that's where my mind goes. Where I'm like, okay, so uh, and also, could you imagine? Could you really imagine if I was like, "Hey, Lindsay, I'm serious. I want to date you." Like, could you imagine? I just think that there's something inherently hysterical about that fact and it, it would be so horrifying for somebody like Lindsay of like I got this podcaster like on my case now like he's like you know do like, it <laughs> do it so by the way I wind up in jail my first call is you hey I did it um I'm gonna call Conover right now oh my god <laughs> and by the way I want to apologize Raven I had I slammed two cups of coffee so I'm t- way too excited right now no why would you apologize about that it's great i love you always have such great energy it's i love it now do you uh okay so i'm gonna do my bad bitch and then we'll do our horrible ones okay so this one is gonna come as a surprise uh to the listeners um (laughs) it may be controversial but 
you know, this is it. My bad bitch is Katie Maloney Schwartz. <laughs> and, you know, I really, I liked her in the beginning and then things took a turn and I really disliked her. Her, this last season, she had a good season from what I can remember. We started seeing that like Schwartz was not, and I'll tell you what, I've never been charmed by him though, but that he was kind of, you know, a little different. We saw a different side to him and things yeah. started making more sense. Um, but I started listening to her podcast. Um, You're going to love me. And it's really good. Have you listened really? to it? No, yeah, I no, really no. enjoy it. Um, I I just feel like, so she, it's about making people, you know, maybe don't like judge people so harshly and like whatever, because there's different sides to them and like getting to know those different sides. And like, so she talks to her guests about that, but she like talks about herself a lot too. And I'm just like, holy shit. We, there's a lot of similarities between the two of us. And I'm like, maybe that's why I was like not liking her. Cause I was like, Ooh, I do that, but I'm going to be in denial talk. about you, it. You know what I'm saying? Like get her on and talk with her. I don't know if I want to talk to her. <laughs> I don't know if I want to talk to these people at all, but I just was like, she would say things about like how she deals with people and like how people like, perceive her at first they like think she's like a bitch and whatever but it's just because she you know you gotta like observe and like catch people's vibes and like see what's going on before you know you open up and people sometimes take that the wrong way and just all this other stuff so I was like okay Katie <laughs> so then I followed her again oh. <laughs> yeah well, that's a big leap. She doesn't really post much, but I still, I was like, yeah, I'm going to follow you now. I like that I you like said you. she had a good season last season and it was like, they did the, her like just sewing on the couch. Yeah. She you was, and, she and was chilling. Had, and they had the darkest scene with her and Schwartz where they both were like, let's go up and not have sex again. Let's go up to bed and not have, like they were both like, yeah, like we do not like to have sex with each other. We're really, and they were like happy about it. And I'm like, well, that's an yeah, interesting whatever, like reclaiming that storyline <laughs> of like it's really hot when we don't have sex together. And then their relationship fascinates me. And I think the key to that is that one of the earlier seasons when they said Schwartz was like, I just want to lay on the couch and watch Polly Shore movies with you, which is like, who what? the fuck <laughs> is watching Polly Shore movies in this day and age as like a romantic aphrodisiac? And then think about like he literally his the height of romance for Schwartz is him laying in a bed of candy that Katie can eat and where Doritos. he's like, come, yeah. come get it. Come, hey, come, come to the trial. Yeah. And, and then the other thing is he, we like, this is what you were referring to. I think in the darkness was that Schwartz gets blackout drunk so he can tell Katie how he really feels about her or mm -hmm. so he can allow himself to cheat. Like, mm -hmm. because we, when they it's were on terrible. vacation, remember, he didn't remember if he went to the, he went to the resort next door and possibly made out with somebody, but doesn't yeah, remember. He was so just gone. Him. Yeah. It's like he has an incredible Hulk inside him that it unleashes when he drinks. And that's why he drinks. So he can be free. Mm-hmm. It's fucked. And it's like, you don't need to be drinking. Like you need a lot of things need to be addressed here, but you know what? Y'all, I would love to know his thought process because you know, 
no matter what they say in real life, you know, deep down, he's like, yeah, I'm in hell and I don't like her. I love mm-hmm. her as a friend. He does but not I like her. Like her. Like, I don't but, think she likes him either. It's oh, very 100%, weird. But like, but they know they're, they're bonded together. <clears throat> and in that weird bond, I guess there is love, you know, like when you're. Gosh, yeah, I'm sure they love kind each other. Of love, but, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So she's my bad bitch. And Tom's no, my horrible. Really... No, I'm just kidding. My horrible bitch. I have two of them. One of them we already uh, discussed. Whoever it is at Bravo that's in, ch- in charge of sending screeners and not yeah. sending them to us. I'm, I hate you too. Horrible bitch. <laughs> Second horrible bitch is whoever is behind these 10 second sneak peeks that we're getting oh. all of a sudden with like, we got the Potomac one with like Giselle's hot box and the titty cupcakes. And then the winter house with the tug of war, like what on earth am I supposed to do with the 10 seconds? Don't do that. Give me a trailer or don't give me anything. I don't want it. I don't like it. I saw you tweet this last night and I brought this up on my podcast today and I name dropped you and your opinion about this. And I completely disagree. I am going to get excited about that. You're damn well, right. I am. You give me 10 seconds. I will take anything at this point. And I Mm -hmm. I recounted a story where I was like, I'm a huge Batman fan. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. How can one man be into so many cool things? (laughs) You're like, uh, and I remember as a kid that I think it was like Batman returns or something with like Michael Keaton. And they did like a 10 second trailer. And I was like, "Ah, ah, ah," like I was so excited. And it's the same thing with Potomac and winter house, them just doing a little tug of war. I did get excited about and, and by the way, it was enough for me to know that, okay, it exists. It's out there in the world and a, another trailer will come its way. Imagine if they did a full trailer last night and it fucking sucked and we would be like, but now I know that it exists. They finally are like, because when Lindsay was on the show, I wasn't able like the, the P the Bravo PR rep said, I could not ask about winter house, oh, like, not even do it. Don't do it. Cause it was before that little, before that trailer. Hello. Yeah. And but I, I, I love seeing that, okay, that actually exists and we're going to get more eventually. I love those teases. I think that's like Barnum and Bailey circus shit where you're like, I, I think that gets the fan base excited. I'm all for it because I know there's a two minute trailer around the bend and we'll get it when we get it. May's already a busy month. I can deal without a trailer for Potomac. I can wait till June. I'm well, me there. too. But that was like, that was stupid to me. It, to me, it was like, okay, you're eating a bag of chips. And they're down to the bottom. And there's only a wow, tiny you, bit. It's like you've seen me eat the bag of chips. <laughs> there's only like a tiny bit left, like literally not enough to save for like the next time you want some chips. But somebody thought that it was and they put it back in the pantry, this little corner of chips, crumbs really. And you go to get your chips and it's like, what the fuck is this? Now I, I can't like even eat this. You're triggering me. I feel like you're my ex right now. Like I've literally <laughs> heard this conversation. <laughs> it's just um, enough to make you mad, you know? So that's okay. how I feel. Like, just give me the shit. Like, I'm already excited about Potomac. I don't need, like, just give me the trailer. But it's like the, there's like that Eddie Murphy joke of like, if you feed a starving man or woman uh, a saltine after they've been in the desert for like 80 days, you're going to be like, damn, that was just a saltine. That's good as shit. Are you kidding me? Like if somebody is starving for something, if you give them a tiny taste of it, you're going to be like, that's like a full course meal. That's amazing. So oh, I guess I, I wasn't starving. Easy. But see, <laughs> you're smarter than me, Raven. Like you have like, I'm, I don't know. I'm, 
flashy lights and shit like that amuse me. I'm like, whoa, new toy. <laughs> you actually think, the, the, see, you guys, and you know this, the difference between her podcast and my podcast is Raven thinks things out. She thinks things out. She takes them down a logical course. And she herself is a smart person. I'm like the Forrest Gump of Bravo, where I'm like, I'm not a smart man, but I do know what good shows are. Wait, and you know, that's my absolute favorite movie, number one all time. Jenny, you're, <laughs> I did, you're my yeah. girl, Jenny. I'm Thank and you I for was doing that. <laughs> Jenny, Dad, you got legs. <laughs> My boyfriend. Oh, my fiance. Oh. Anytime there was like something football related and like Alabama, he'd be like, this team or like Alabama. And I'd be like, oh, Alabama. And he's like, why? And I'm like, because Forrest played for Alabama. <laughs> and he's like, you have to stop. Like you, you have to stop. You always bring things back to Bravo or Forrest Gump and it's out of control. <laughs> I'm like, no, <laughs> never, never well, gonna stop. <laughs> That's why I feel like I'm the Forrest Gump of Bravo, where I'll just be around these things. Like I'm always in the background of like everything. (laughs) He just was a part of everything in history. Oh God, I love that movie. Um, But yeah, that okay. But I mean, is he he smart, Jenny? (laughs) Oh, that little cutie. Um, What was I? (laughs) I'm off. Oh, I really. Well, do you? Yeah, I feel like. Do you have a horrible bitch? Yeah. And now this is going to be maybe, maybe a controversial choice, um, but it, it represents something more is uh, Brittany Cartwright's left nipple. Um, oh I, uh, and, and by the way, I'm not talking about the nipple itself, but I'm talking about what it means is uh, it represents something where we're seeing Jackson and Brittany in their new phase of how they're trying to make money is they're immediately going to mommy and daddy blog bloggers, influencers, or whatever you call that. I don't have a child. So oh. they're trying to rebrand themselves as this. And in doing so, they're just, I think they have one brain between them sometimes. And of course there's two ways to look at it. Jack's posted a photo of Brittany and baby, and it was a beautiful photo, but Jack's forgot to maybe forgot to, uh, cut out Britney's left nipple. So it was just hanging out there like a third eye. And uh, I did not see it. It was like one of those 3D paintings where you're like, I'm trying to blur my eye and find the nipple. And I couldn't, but I was looking at the wrong like area of skin. Me too. So then I saw it and I was like, whoa. And Britney had reposted Jax's post. So they both posted that out there. And there's two arguments to be made and both are equally frightening. One is that Jax just completely didn't notice her nipple was hanging out um, and put that in there and and didn't know. And then the other one, which is just as disturbing, is he did know. And he He just wanted to be something that we talked about and posted around and stuff because it keeps their name in some kind of news cycle. Each one of those is frightening to think about. Yeah, but totally on brand for Jax. He knew. But did Brittany like, notice? Probably not. Moment. She's tired. She's like, well, you she know, did being a new mom. Well, at this point, you would think that Jax was the first man to have birthed a baby through his urethra because he's oh, so much, you know. The the amount and I know we've I know this discourse is, you know, this is already old discourse, but like the the way he thought of himself as a dad before the baby even came like I and then he I really raised about this and usually I don't get triggered in a real way, but I did get triggered a little bit. Um, he posted this thing where he said um, he said, you know, now having my son, I can honestly say that is the only time you are a real man. I am more of a man than 
I've ever been a man after the birth of my son. And, and I was talking with another uh, very popular male podcaster um, uh, that I think we both love. And, and, and I was just like, this is, I mean, so are you, I, I don't have kids and I don't know if I'm going to have kids. Does that mean I'm never going to achieve my full manness? Because, right. It's uh, bullshit. Jack, well, that's what he's just making up shit. And it's already, I always think like his posts are so weird because it's lifting himself on high. It's like, I have stepped to this occasion. I am the three days in the best father. They have awarded me from the city of, you know, uh, Valley Village, the father of the year award. And it's um, it, uh, like, he's give so... that praise to your wife and your wife only. Like Exactly. Because it. guess what? She did it. And also yes. you don't get to call yourself a good dad. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> you haven't done any. What have you done? What have you done? Like, like you, for real. you made a mess. Let's, That's what you've done. And you, you, you keep having, which I'm like, it's either Sherry or Brittany take the photos of Jack's with the baby. And I'm like, these are posed photos. Are you telling me you have a post, you know, birth Brittany taking shots from different angles of like, no, get it right, babe. Come on. No, let's me. do it again. Like that is so fucked up. Like the only pictures that should be taken right now are of Brittany. Like that is, I, I, or just I don't the even baby love Brittany. Sleeping. Like, come on. I don't know that that part just disturbs me um, because I just feel like it fits exactly in line with who Jax is and has totally. Been. I don't think it's, it's not surprising change, you know? Yeah. <sighs> oh, we are in for something here. Do you follow the babies? Uh, do you follow the Instagram or did you get blocked there Fuck too? No, Fuck no, I don't. Are you blocked? Yeah, no, no, no. I, you know, they, uh, no, no, I did. You know, people I did post a blocked by baby couchy thing, and that's actually just a Photoshop that that was made oh, uh, for I me. A lot of people, well, no, but also that's the crazy thing, too. Some people like I don't follow a lot of these. I mean, now I've, I've over the year I've started following more housewives, but like I don't follow the Kardashians, I don't follow oh, no, because God, you know no. you'll end up seeing them anyways. Like, you yes. know how your DMs are. People send, like, the only time this? I see Jack stuff is like, do you see this? <clears throat> and half the time it's like blocked out because they blocked me and I have to remind them you have to screenshot and send because I can't see Brittany or Jax's or Lisa Rinna's uh, stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, have you been blocked by any Bravo Lebs? Yeah. Um, well, Jax, of course. Sure. Um, Vicky. What'd you do to Visit- upset Br- Vic- Vicky? I don't know. I'm sure, I mean, I'm sure I was talking shit about her and somebody like, <laughs> I didn't, I wasn't saying it to her directly. I'm not like tagging her in the stuff. Cause I'm not like trying to argue, but like, yeah, I said it. <laughs> so I'm blocked. Whatever, bitch. I wasn't looking at your stuff anyway. Um, I also, I'm do, sure there's I, some others I can't think of right now. Vicky is like an interesting one is that I also think that's a new thing in like housewives fanship is that it's okay to like, love somebody one season and hate them the next. Like, I don't believe in overall like blind fandom, you know, no. like I believe in like, you, it's, it's, it, you can't. It's, here, it's, it's season to season for me. And like, mm-hmm. so I, I crack up when people like blindly, like, will be like, no, Vicky's amazing. And I'm like, no, we've seen Vicky be horrible and boring and all this shit. Like, no, she has to earn it every season. And I find it weird when you like, just kind of blindly stand somebody season after season, like you can like be specific. Like I stand Vicky seasons one through five, you know? Yeah. And that's totally acceptable, but it's just funny when people, (laughs) it's whatever, the whole stand thing is crazy. (laughs) It is. 
I mean, this and the thing I want to point out to anybody, like the saddest part of like standship is me saying the word stan. When you have an older man saying stan or saying normalize, like it's, <laughs> day, I, that's why I always make point it of shouldn't show, be I'm the biggest way. loser, you know? No, you're not. Stop. Jax is. Um, okay. So I want to talk to you about Atlanta just mm-hmm. for a second. Please. I it, watched all the whole season. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. (laughs) So we get this finale and Cynthia is having a white elephant party, which by the way, I hate white elephant. I hate anything like this, switching the gifts around, buying it with the group and like whatever. Cause that was like so forced on me in like work settings. And it's like, everybody I spend $30 on like Michael over there. It's like, I hate him. I wound I up with a Kelsey Grammer book. I, I wound up joking? with a Kelsey Grammer autobiography like 15 years ago called So Far at a White Elephant. And I had like a gift certificate to like um, like Sam Goody or some bullshit when they had record stores. And I wanted that. And then somebody traded me and I had to get a Kelsey Grammer autobiography. It's not fun. So basically no. you got Drew's gift. You got yeah. the dirty, equal dirty to, yes, yes, the used wig, the pet carrier, and this cassette tape that Drew, for some reason, thinks that it's like this smoking gun. And it's like, girl, nothing. <laughs> what? Yeah. She was like, C said that he likes Latoya. And everyone was like, okay. He didn't say that he had sex with her and was cheating on like his alleged, like, you know, fiance, wife, whatever the fuck. Like, what? This is embarrassing. And why is it on a cassette tape? Like, why didn't anyone ask her? Like, I just, how did you even make that happen? And then she goes, oh, if, and then she said on Watch What Happens Live, like, oh, there was other stuff on there, but, you know, this state, Atlanta is like a, or Georgia's a state of like, you have to get third party permission or something. So she couldn't play the smoking gun. And I'm like, well, then fucking don't put it on the show at all. Like, this is so, you, the show went out with a whimper when she thought it was going to go out with a bang. And I yeah, thought, it's so embarrassing. Even saw the other castmates be like, oh, okay. Like, it was, so defeating in so many ways. And I think the most defeated were the audience was like, yeah, we were like, come on, come on. This season had the highest high of Bolo. And then for the majority of it was just kind of like trudging through the mess and, and and Atlanta's not going anywhere, nor should it. um, Mm -hmm. And it can be fixed super easy, but it, I, I don't also like, what the fuck is a prophet? Is that like a priest? Like, please let me know. Like, I, like, I, I grew up Catholic. I was an altar boy. Like, I yeah. I know priests and I, I, you know, like, what is a prophet? And why are they always so much better dressed than me? Like, I feel like prophets should have to shop at Old Navy or some kind of <laughs> online thing. This guy has more clothes, like expensive clothes that I'm like, you're starting to look like R. Kelly or something, you know? Which is not good. No, it's not you good don't. That's not what you want. Same thing with Giselle's husband, where I'm like, oh, why God. is he better dressed than like half of his parishioners yeah look at mary yeah it's true that's a thing though and it's it's but always been weird when god is supposed to be about helping your fellow man and somebody with less than and these people show up and i'm like because they're terrible people you're in thousands mm-hmm. of dollars worth of clothing right now they're greedy it's fucked up but i don't know like do you think that like drew low-key like wants the profit for herself like her her whole she fixation on it is very strange because it's like you didn't even press your husband like this about when he went to Tampa when you like you still do, like and you should have but you didn't and so that's weird like why are you going so hard about Latoya and this profit thing it's well really I 
Yeah. My thing. Well, I, I, I love that idea. Like I, I love that idea, but unfortunately I think it's because at that point she had caught up to how the housewives she thinks worked and she thinks she was creating a great storyline. So I, I think that. she saw something that annoyed her and goes, okay, okay, well, I have a reality show. This will be perfect for a housewives thing. If I accuse this of happening and then I don't let it go. I think she thinks that was going to be a legendary storyline. And that's why when it flopped you and she kept pushing it, you realized how much, you know, I, I, and, and she's an actor. Like, remember she is an actor. Yeah, so and I also don't have like a bad that. habit. Yeah. yeah you, I you don't like that. She's trying to, and that's so crazy. Cause I really love, I really, really liked Drew for most of the season. Yeah, me too. Episodes, I was just like, this is, so bizarre and i think they're honestly i think atlanta really is trying to build the franchise now around drew and even in the amount of time she was on watch what happens live this year was was what like wow like she was on like three or four times during mm-hmm. the season yeah so they're really pushing her um but yeah i just thought it was like a huge flop and i don't get it but i don't think i don't even you know it's like weird like i don't even see drew in terms of sexuality like i feel like there's like zero even mm-hmm. though we did hear rumors that you know what she got her her bottom spanked by bolo or something <laughs> oh yeah something something happened on that she coffee got flipped table. over or something you know yeah something was happening on that coffee table uh <sighs> God, I, we, if you had a time machine would you go back like i wonder if i would go back to like nights like bolo and just hide in that room they were in yes see, like if you could see that's, that's for the of virtual course. reality we need. <laughs> yeah, you're there and you're just like, Jesus Christ, this is insane. Wow. <laughs> How did you do that? Okay. There's got to yes. be one camera that was accidentally left on. There's got to be one, like, there should be Bravo after dark. Like, something you okay. $20 a month. Forget the screeners. Let's get the yeah. Bravo after dark. <laughs> what if they that? came to us and they're like, hey, we are so <laughs> sorry. And, and we're going to let you see uh, Bolo fuck a lot of the women from that night. I'm like, whoa. All's forgiven. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I take it all back. <laughs> oh, my God. No. Uh, I don't wait, wait. Bolo's long dong. Like, I, everybody, it's like, I've heard so much discourse. And it's the same, like, I love penis discourse with ladies. <laughs> because, like, I love, you know, I, I just, like, pretty much, I just, like, you know, I deal with, I don't like, I talk with women, women are mm-hmm. on Instagram and they all, you start to realize patterns and your guys's fixation with uh, men's junk <laughs> and gray, gray sweatpants is all. And like, you'll be like, everybody will be like, Oh, I love some gray sweatpants dick. Oh my and God. Then, yeah. Like, or just the, and you're like, I thought guys were bad about like swimsuit photos and stuff like that. But you guys will sit there and look at a bulge on John Ham's khakis for like hours. Mm-hmm. Yes. And like, I've seen like John Ham photo collages. And then one time you, you girls made it so awkward for John Ham where he had to make a <laughs> statement saying, please stop talking about my penis. And I'm like, how dare no. you, John Ham? Like if, if I had rumors around a big penis, I would be hyping those rumors up. I'd be like, did you guys hear about the rumor about my huge dong? Like literally I mean, let crazy- us have our fun. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> We're not bothering you. Just like, let us chat wait, about wait, it. Okay. Wait, wait, wait what? <laughs> yeah. I'm just, I'm just beating it across the microphone. You guys. <laughs> <laughs> Is this a family show? Yeah. Start... <laughs> no, not anymore. No. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> oh my god <laughs> now but you it is got funny. me it off is, track all i'm I thinking do, about I, is dicks i do think but it is funny like there is and by the way your girl samantha bush bravo historian does that a lot like yeah she she's does. so thirsty on the timeline on twitter like it's if you wonderful. throw any hot-blooded male on there she'll be like damn this person's a snack and i'm like yeah. what she said jen one of jen shaw's uh sons was a snack and i was like are you looking at the same person i'm looking at like yeah what he's women, cute but he's cute, but she'll be like damn he could like yeah, he, he could get what, it. She's like, he or he could he could ruin my life or something like that. And I'm like, okay, like let him ruin Drag your life. <laughs> no, I just don't. I think it's so like I love when people get like horny on the timeline of Twitter. And yeah, we like, can Damn. all just do it together. That's the fun part. But then if 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 I did, I could never pull that off. If I if I would be you like, could. Men oh, do it I want to fuck time. Leah three ways from sideways. Like you'd be like, Ryan, what the fuck is wrong with you? What's right? You know, Ryan, did you mean yeah. to post that? texting you like do you see take it down take it down close friends like (laughs) (laughs) no you're totally right but you know what oh well no i think you guys totally deserve (laughs) to be horny and stuff like that and not even deserve you you just are but it is funny when (laughs) it is funny when you start recognizing patterns where i'm like girls really love men in gray sweatpants and it's then you start to realize oh it's because you can see the outline of the dong easier in the gray sweatpants Mm -hmm. that's right (laughs) okay and that since (laughs) since we're talking about dicks why don't we talk about um melissa's sex talk with antonia oh how do you remember did your parents have a sex talk with you like do you remember it was it terrible was it okay like (laughs) Yeah, well, Tell me about it, it. Was, it was in Olathe, Kansas, where I grew up, and my we had a patio, back patio, and I remember, like, when I was, like, 13 or something, and I was in that awkward, like, Antonia, like, I, she's a really good representation of that period, where she, Antonia's going to mm-hmm. be such a beautiful young woman, but oh, she's yeah. in that, like, phase right now, where it's, like, where your skin is breaking out, and you're, yeah, like, all these bless. weird things are happening, and, like, I totally, and you just, everything that your parents say is cringy, and I totally have been there, but I remember sitting out there on my patio and my dad saying, your mom wants me to talk to you about the birds. Like she, he blamed it on my mom. (laughs) And then then this was the talk. He goes, do you know, do you know what you're doing? And I was like, and I go, and I I was like, yes. And then that was the talk. And I did not know a thing of what I was. In fact, to this day, the longer you you go without having sex, I'm like, you know, it's like, I, <laughs> like, how does it really, you like, you're like, how does it work? I know it goes in the hole. Like you really try to think of the physics of it. You're like, wow, how do you, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I remember how to do this, you know, mm-hmm. but to this day, and that's why like, I see my dad around my nephew, uh, Connor, and he is so much more of a better dad to my nephew than he was to me where I'm like, yeah. this kid's probably going to get a full on sex talk with positions and like what, what really does a lady Tips and tricks. Yeah. And I just got a, do you know what you're doing? And I'm like, yeah. And like, I didn't, and he believed you. Like, he was like, okay, oh, yeah. thank God. Like, oh, thank <laughs> God. You know, and he knew, <laughs> me. he knew, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I was listening to like Star Trek soundtracks and shit like that. You know, <laughs> you did not know what you were doing. That's so funny. I thought. I had to actually confirm with my mom because we had more than one talk. I don't remember like the first one, but again, it wasn't, it was <laughs> Wait, you like, <laughs> you totally blacked out the first one. I probably wasn't listening to her and like, you know, acting like, um, Antonia, but like the last one was like before was, like going to high school and we went on this shopping trip and she was like, just no, like we've talked about this before, but like those boys, <laughs> 
are going to be something different in high school and they are going to try it and try it and try it. And they just want, they just want one thing. And so like, don't give it to them. But if you want to, you need to like, we can talk about that too. But I was like, I'm literally, (laughs) okay, thanks. Like, I'm not going to do it. Okay. Did you ever come to your mom with any uh, sexual questions? After no, that? no, I didn't have sex in high school. I didn't have sex until I got to college. Really? Oh my. Yeah. I, I had- yeah. I was like, I'm not, uh, you know, I had like a little boyfriend or whatever, but he was stupid. I didn't, he if didn't I wanted to, if I wanted to, I probably would have, but I just didn't want to with him. And he wasn't trying to pressure me either. So it just didn't happen. I lost my virginity when I was 17. And I remember I, I do laugh about like, there is a level of horniness that you have in high school when you're like first like, and, and I think it's on both sides potentially, but like, there is like this, like, oh my God, I, what is happening to me? I just, you know, like you're, you have no, uh, and you don't know what's happening to you and you don't know. But I remember having sex for the first time and we couldn't find a place to have sex at, but we thought we like, <laughs> we're like oh, we really like, you know, we love each other. Da, da, da. Like it was like, and then we ended up having sex in the back of my like Chevrolet. Stop. And it was, oh, it was, I, and I did not know what the fuck I was doing. Like I was like, cause you, was, cause you lied to your dad. You I lied to my dad and I remember the back of my Chevrolet, like it was like torn up like the, it was like the, there was like the carpeting was all fucked up. And like, there was like black black foam things and it happened. And I was like, okay, I think I know what just happened. Like, I mean, like, you're like, okay, it went, you know, Mm -hmm. and then I remember going home and like coming in the door and, and it was a Sunday night and like, like wondering if my dad could see that I was a man now, you know, I was like, I was like, (laughs) And I remember going to the bathroom and I had like a piece of the Chevrolet floor on my privates. No. Like it, like, it stuck to my, and I was like, oh my oh God. My God. And it was so, oh God, it was magical. So, no, it was, like so not, <laughs> it was so not magical. And it was so, and like, I think I, I probably I cried more than the girl did, you know? Oh and no. It was. I don't know. I think movies really steer us the wrong way in so they many totally, ways. Totally. It's they really should stop doing that. Like, can can we just like be real for a second? Movies well, stop I, making it look all romantic and nice well, you either and like, enjoyable because it's not. You have, you have porn that goes like 80 miles an hour, or you have yeah. like, you know, say anything with John Cusack where they're, you know, they're crying after, you know, sex and and you know, you, you don't know which one of those you're gonna be. And mm-hmm. and um I don't know. It's very, I mean, I still, God, I I can't imagine being a teen these days. Oh my God. Or, or just like the ability to be like, you know, people are like ability to send nudes and all that stuff. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, in my day, nudes weren't a thing, kids. Literally was not like, well, it kind of just was starting up, but on it, like, not really. I feel like when I was in high school, everybody didn't really have a cell phone still. Yeah, it wasn't no, like it was like right on that precipice. You still have to like pay happening. for text messages to send them. I got my phone taken away so many times because I went over my text messages. I had a sidekick. I was very annoying. Like it was, it was terrible. Oh, I, oh man, <laughs> I, my I, mom is taking that phone all the time. Give me your I phone. T Mobile, and I remember uh, my first cell phone was T Mobile, and I remember not knowing. Like not really paying attention to the overages, and I like I had like a six hundred dollar bill once, oh. time. and it, I was like, "Are it was like serious?" I was like, "Oh shit!" Like I that's a lot. It was a lot, lot. Like it was so sad. It was so I remember that vividly. Um, but also, yeah. like, <laughs> before you had, I mean, everybody has porn now and all that stuff. But I used to work at a blockbuster video, and I, oh, I love that for you. I 
I literally made, this is so embarrassing. I made like a boner jams where I would take like, um, <laughs> I would take, and you didn't even have X-rated movies at Blockbuster. So you would do the extreme oh. R and then oh. I would literally cut together nude scene after nude scene. Uh, I know I'm, I'm being honest. Oh, on your show. I know I am man, enjoying you know? this so much. And Continue. I, I had, and it was back, like, this was like two VCRs put together, you guys. And this is not even DVDs because I couldn't record on DVDs. Yeah. It was right on that period of time where they were switching to DVDs. And so I'd have this, and then I, the two, the two VCRs were in the living room and I would do, you know, like my parents would go to bed and then I would, I would make my creation down there. (laughs) And then uh, I guess I was, uh, this is so I guess I just didn't cover my tracks enough and I left the boner jams in one of the VCRs and my dad and sister turned it on. (gasps) And I then, and then I lied and I said I was making it for my friend, Chris Mercy, which is even weird. Why are you blaming it on Chris? I didn't know what what to do because how do you then explain, well, I just kind of wanted nude scenes back to back to back. (laughs) So dirty. I'm so horrible. Did they give you the tape back to give it to Chris, or was he like, "Uh, uh-uh, no, they take no, they're no, getting rid of this, like, and we're calling like, Chris's I, parents." The times I tried to be rebellious or did something stupid, like I, I stole one of my mom's Zimas one time, and if you don't know Zimas, it's like a malted beverage that was popular in the '90s, and that was my mom's favorite <laughs> beverage. And I took one, and we had like literally a shut down house, like a family meeting of like, "We will not leave until we find out who took the Zima. Was it you or your sister?" And I was like, Ooh, "I did I not take that. the Zima." And like, I knew exactly where I'd hidden the Zima. It was in my penny jar. And like, uh, <laughs> 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 I was, I love being a middle-class kid. Like it was like, I was, I had like this large penny jug, like a big jug. Yeah, and yeah. I, I drank the Zima and like got hammered on one Zima. And then I hid the Zima bottle in the penny jug because I couldn't hide it in the trash. Cause I knew my parents would, you know, and Oh God. Yeah. Oh God. And your so, sister was like, you better admit to this or I'm well, going to beat your ass. Like, well, my sister, I did well, not take the Zima. That was the, the extent of like how rebellious I got, but my sister got rebellious and like started smoking weed at one point. And now my sister's oh, like that's super how you do religious it. And, mm-hmm. and you know, I never smoked weed until I think midway through college or something. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I just remember like, I mean, she kind of always took the heat off anything stupid I did, but the stupid shit I did was like, theater kid shit you know like theater kid is like i try the zima whoa you know mm-hmm. i love that. the boner jams mm-hmm. thing is pretty embarrassing i that that is super embarrassing <laughs> and, uh, pretty much i think it's great i do that with housewife scenes now i do my See, housewives boner jams mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just okay. ramona ramona dancing in a two-piece oh my god I'm ready. For I'm so sorry. Okay, I don't. I don't mean to disrespect you, ladies, with the boner jams things. That is not disrespect. Shut up, Ryan. Okay, yeah. let's talk about Summer House now. Oh yeah. Oh okay. So first things first. That um, fight that Lindsay and Stravi were having when she like went down to the the room to like lay down or whatever, yeah. and he stayed up there hanging out with the, with her friends and they got into a fight. I immediately, you probably did too, thought about that fight with Stassi and Bo at like yeah. whatever birthday party yeah. it was. And she was like, mad that he I'm literally was upstairs. Alone. We yeah. were your party. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just losing it. And I was like, oh my goodness. Also, Stravi looks like um, 
court from Dallas. Cam's husband. Well, that, and he also kind of looks like a Geico caveman. Ooh, that with that. Oh my God. You know when his hair is like around. You need to do a side by side. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Like he looks like a Geico. And by the way, I'm not like a lot of people think Geico cavemen are hot, but like (laughs) he does. There is like a very specific look with Stravi. And I don't know if I, you know, I've not measured, but like Lindsay seems like three feet taller than Stravi, but I think that's just her, you know, her BD. Like she has big dick energy and like, yes. And he has none. I don't know what women's obsessions are of like, I mean, I guess it's obvious when I say, but like having their man there and it's like, you're just going to pass out. Like, wouldn't you rather your man have like be bonding with the house? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, or is it like, just like, you know, Stravi go, you know, if she's going to bed, go finger, finger banger, let her go to sleep and come back up. You yeah. Know? Maybe that was the issue. And she's just drunk. <laughs> Yeah, drunk shit. (laughs) I've seen that, like where you're not going to win that conversation. Yeah, Um, but you know, they 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 just didn't belong together. They just don't. No, I never understood it. So I'm happy that you know that's done, and you can get in there. Luke uh, hooked up. No. Yeah, I don't think so either. No, I don't actually, you know, and she even said on the interview, I talked to her was, you know, and she said it a couple of times is that like, yo, that's my, that's my name. Like I, I, you know, like I wouldn't do that. I don't cheat. I don't. And she seems like the kind of person that does pride herself. And she even admits she's like, you know, when she was tipsy around Luke and she was like, yeah, I mean, we're both hot people. You yeah. Know? Like, and like, so she is aware. She's not an idiot and is not of aware of course she has it. eyes. <laughs> but I like somebody that's like, well, I do have like a moralistic standard, which I don't think Hannah has. Oh my God. Let's talk about this bitch. <laughs> She's also a horrible one. She really, I think this is the most angry I've been at her all season. And that's really saying something. So she doesn't live in reality. We know this. Um, her comment at the at the practice wedding about all oh, 50 50. 50- 50% yeah. chance of divorce. Fuck off, Hannah. Like, you know, well, should we say that about your engagement now? Because be you've camera. literally been dating this guy for like a couple of months and now you're getting married. Do you want people to say that about you or do you want them to be happy for you? And like, this is the wedding that you're like crying about going to, but then you're like, well, I don't want to go to the wedding, but you're like, well, you, this yes, is, you do. This is like a Drew Sedora situation on steroids because I think Hannah, once again, this is like my comment about you know, you lose that situation, but you win the, you know, like Luke lost the situation in the house, but he won mm-hmm. the audience's favor. And mm-hmm. the same with, I think Hannah thought she was going to be championed. I think she thought she was going to be held up high by women and like you stood up for us. And she didn't realize her behavior was abhorrent in a lot of ways. Yeah. So I think right now you can really see her cracking. Like, I don't think she thought she was going to be this hated. I think she literally thought no she was like going to be celebrated. So it, I, I'm almost even starting to feel bad, which, which I got to remind myself, don't feel bad. But like, you know, she just did not count on no. it going this way. And but that's Luke why you can't a, do all that calculate shit, you know? Well, just but, the, but her whole career vibe. has been that. And she's had great success of noticing patterns and then copying those patterns. And like, you know, like, like I say, like, I think Paige is a hundred percent funnier than Hannah. I think she's oh, quicker. Always. She's like, she doesn't and it's even for have, real. She's, she's not thinking just about comes it. out of her. Mm-hmm. Whereas Hannah, I think is funny. Well, she's funny in the sense of she recognizes patterns and she knows how to like, she's like a mathematician. She knows how mm-hmm. to structure uh, or she notices 
joke structures that work for other people. And then she takes those joke structures and she puts in, it's like uh, Mad Libs. She puts in the thing that she, and those tend to really do well with a, uh, a base of women out there, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Her little jokes or whatever, but. But I think that's, I think that sometimes it's like a trick that I think all the people are starting to become aware of. Yes, so they are. So it's not working anymore. It doesn't They're- hold the weight and she's going to have to diversify and pivot. And I think if she was smart, she'll take some of this to heart or hopefully Paige will be a friend to her like Danielle is to Lindsay and say, yo, you gotta, you gotta push it. You know, you, you didn't have a good season. You do owe a couple of apologies. And I think if you want to continue on this show, you need to make some amends because right now I don't see, you're just like, why would we want to see Hannah in there when we know that Hannah doesn't like the majority of the cast and not even in a fun way, you know? Right. But do you think if, if Paige, cause I almost feel like she's getting sick of Hannah, but what do I know? If she had a talk with Hannah, like um, Danielle does with Lindsay, it's like, would Hannah even listen? Because again, it's like she doesn't live in reality because we see a little bit of Paige trying to, you know, say a little something to Hannah to be like, everything yeah, doesn't have always, to be a fight. You don't yeah, have to be like, you know, you're good. Like, you're good. Calm yeah, down. It's not just, that. Don't yep. react. You know? Yeah. And Hannah is like, oh, well, Paige, you know, she's just being quiet. She's not saying how she really feels because whatever. And it's like, why do you think that Paige <laughs> thinks the exact same thing that you do and feels the same way that you do? Like, you know, it's possible that she doesn't. And I don't think she does. And that's fine. But like, don't be a, oh, she's just being such an asshole. Like, oh, this is Paige's reward. So she gets to be a bridesmaid. Like, girl, fuck you. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, now I, you're I, talking shit about your best friend. And that's I do get pissed about the Amanda stuff because I think, I mean, I could be wrong, but it seems like Amanda is genuinely like a decent person or, yeah. or you know, and it's like, she seems like a Amanda, good friend Amanda to me. seems like she gets shit on a lot, especially by Hannah. And I feel like that's really um, like, that's toxic when Amanda has done nothing, but like, even in the scenes we see, we see her stand up even to her own fiance of like, come on, I like Hannah a lot. Like she's been nothing but supportive of Hannah. Always, so Hannah always. Kind of half-assed support. Like even like they, like two episodes ago, they even, all the girls took Hannah out and was like, we're so proud of you with Des. We're so happy for you. Mm-hmm. Like even that. And then it wasn't enough for Hannah. She needed more adulation. And then, you know, Hannah's, uh, distortion of reality is so interesting. And especially with Luke of, of her multiple se- times saying my ex-boyfriend and it's like, like girl, what? <laughs> or, or even in the, one of the first couple episodes, remember when she was like, Luke sees it, he's losing me and it's driving him crazy. I'm like, yeah, that well, was it is wild. not driving like, you crazy. It is not dry. I what? assure you it is dry. And Luke, he's not thinking about you. That's why you're mad. Remember <laughs> like, said the most, he said the most honest thing this episode, he said, I got to tell you, it's like really nice to have Hannah off my case, you know, like Mm -hmm. I get to actually enjoy the people that like me. And there is that thing of like, good, like that tension of Hannah, like, are you going to like me or aren't you isn't there anymore. And that is got to be freeing for somebody like Luke, because here's the deal. Luke did fuck around. Luke thought he could have both. And Luke and a lot of guys do that same thing. And yeah, fuck him for that. Like, well, he didn't think it through. Like, why would you bring a girl into this house with him? That was a stupid idea from the start. In his head, he thought 
he was going to have the summer of his life. He had a box of unwrapped, he had a box of unwrapped condoms, which by the way, Lindsay in the interview goes, who even wears condoms anymore? I literally I was like, was like ah. I was like, what, Lindsay? Like, it was like, I, mean, I was like, oh, I, think- I was, I was writing that down of like, don't buy condoms. Okay. People, like, <laughs> I was like, well, no, people should still use the condoms. Okay. Please be safe. You know, there's things out there. That you could Guys, catch. Raven said we do not need to use condoms. Uh, this is your, this is my sex talk <laughs> for <laughs> listeners. <laughs> but yeah, I, oh, Hannah, she made me so mad. And did you? <laughs> so when I posted my, um, my like I'm engaged picture on Instagram, she commented and she was like, Oh, your ring looks like mine. And I was like, Oh, Hannah, I didn't even see it. No. So like people were sending it to me and I was like, well, that's annoying. Like, you <laughs> like just like say congratulations and move on. But I was like, whatever. And all these people, I knew it was going to happen. So I was like, should I delete it? Or should I just, like, just see what happens? And what people happened? were like, you have to make everything about you all the time, oh. Hannah. You got like, they were getting in her ass. I mean, you make that bed. I mean, yeah. Well, but I was like, Hannah, you're making it so hard. Like you're doing it right now. <laughs> like, like what she, is wrong with you? She used to follow me and like, I'm, I'm not even checking, but I would imagine she doesn't follow me anymore. Cause I, mm-hmm. I do post a lot of, or, or, you know, hopefully she just doesn't see it, but like, I've made a lot of memes about her and, and Des or her like, you know, screwing. I, so I, sometimes wonder like it's like oh it'd be best if these people don't follow me because i hate I don't, it when they follow i don't ever i, hate I don't it. ever want to like my goal to hurt anybody's feelings like right. even if it's chloe kardashian but you know but also fuck fuck her you know but all yep. um in some ways and <laughs> yes absolutely but at the same time like i'm not I'm not trying to like go through life and like make a bunch of enemies or, or like on the war path, but I do make jokes about what I see. And I, I don't think I'm usually that far off from the reality of those situations mm-hmm. from what you see. And I'm not saying like, this is what I see overall. They might be an amazing, lovely person except for Jack's, you know? Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. I don't, this, this reunion is looking good. Two parts. That's two it. parts. That I mean, that's the other thing Bravo should do. They should like they should do like okay, part one, and then part two the next week. Unless you want to pay a hundred dollars, and we'll give you part two right now. You know. Yeah. I feel it like it sucks they can to wait with scratch. the reunion. Yeah, totally. Um, I don't well, know. It's like that Jersey, was... how they let you, you got to let that. You, you can't afford to let the air out of the bag, and I feel like that's what Jersey with Jackie and Teresa that first fight from mm-hmm. the, the part of the season, and then the second week. Jackie didn't go on the uh on the trip uh, the to trip the and lake. I'm like yeah whoa 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 you just let the air out of that entire uh, situation and I feel like it genuinely screwed up the flow of Jersey this season after having such a strong episode and I feel like th- that's sometimes the mistake of these shows is that they don't seem to be like are we letting the air out of these situations and also if you're on I know this is jumping all over the place it should be legally required. You cannot back out of a cast trip. If you don't want to go, agree be on this season. Yeah, that's you got to go. I don't care who you're in a fight with. I don't care if it's awkward for you. That's the show. That's, that's a point, Yolanda. For, you know? I mean, come on. Exactly. Yeah, nobody, that, nobody I thought that was whack. Like, yeah. you you got to go. Stop it. Uh, well. I'm sorry. I mean, <laughs> this went so quick. We just, 
No, it's in. So that's the end of this episode, but we're not done talking. Um, We're going to go over to Patreon and talk about 90 Day Fiance, the other love of my life. Um, I'm never going to talk about this. It's good. Yeah, I'm excited to talk to you about it and maybe a little Seeking Sister Wife. I don't know if you watched it or not, but like I just have some thoughts that I need to get out anyway. Yeah, please. Um, Please tell everyone where they can find you. Uh, so bad. It's good with Ryan Bailey on Instagram. Um, and then that's the podcast you can find on Apple pods and Spotify, even though Apple podcasts were, was a dick this week and they're transferring over to a new podcast system. So some of my episodes didn't make it. Uh, so, uh, but, but anyways, yeah, I do daily shows, pick and choose what you like. There's just a range of amazing guests. Like this week we had Sasha, the Bravo breakdown, Sophie Ross, uh, does a pop culture roundup on Mondays. Um, Lindsay was on, of course, every week you've been on like three times, I think, mm-hmm. but basically it highlights all of these other voices. And then I get to be stupid with some pop culture things. So it's a pick and choose what you want. I know the content can be overwhelming in terms of these the amount of uh, material I have out there, but that's why it's like pick and choose. You can go with whatever you like. And I think you'll find something that you like uh, on there. But also what I love about podcasts is just, you know, do what you do, what makes you happy. You know, like Literally. you don't have to, like, you don't have to listen, listen if you want. It's awesome. I'm always love new people. And the only thing I ask too is, you know, I know times are tight. If you want to support me or Raven, just give it a five-star review. Um, Cause it's just like the, it's a free thing that you can do on Apple podcasts and you don't have to, I would say join our Patreons, but I know how money is sometimes. So mm-hmm. that is a cool thing that you can do to help us. And, uh, yeah, that's it. I mean, that's, that's it. Hopefully. Uh, and if you follow me because of this, just let me know it's from Raven so I can follow back, you know? Yes. You got to follow him. Ryan makes the most hilarious memes. The stories are hilarious. I love it when you, that Mason photo, you know, which one I'm talking about. That is my favorite one. Every time I see it pop up, I send it to my cousin and she dies. Dies Every time she's like, I do. I post this Mason because Mason Disick is like a little pimp and he's like, he out like Mason Disick is like the prophet. He dresses like the prophet. And and then he has this one picture where he's like, you know, it's like, what does he know? You know, he like looks like he knows everything. And I posted, I haven't posted in a while. But like new people that never have followed me before, I'll post them. They'll be like, what are you doing? Like, what is this? And then they just don't get, you know, like, 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 exactly. (laughs) (laughs) That was the point. (laughs) But yeah. All right. So y'all know where you can find me at mainly Bravo on Instagram and Twitter. Patreon.com slash bitches better. That's where we're going right now to talk about 90 day fiance. I will talk to you bitches next week. I love you. Bye.